WMNS first night with Todd Snyder, return of the Storyteller Tour at Skipper's, sold out. Now he's coming back for a second night just for you on January 19th. You know I think I'm an alright guy. I really do. I think I'm alright. If you try to see Todd Snyder but couldn't the first time, now is your chance. Don't miss a second night of Todd Snyder, January 19th at Skipper's Smokehouse. Grab your tickets now before they run out again. And learn about our COVID-19 protocols at WMNF.org. Calling all poets. WMNF supports local poetry artists and wants to give you the chance to be heard. You think you got what it takes? Well, here's our poet of the month, Jamie Dawson, with a piece titled, These My People. Let all my people say, These my people. Inspired by the street, moved by the ancestors, called to purpose by Lord of the Prophethood testimony, philosophers of urban ethics, my people, the miscreants, misfits, hoodlums, hooligans, the intellectual ratchets, cultured, uncouth, the who you think you putting in a box, my people. That was Jamie Dawson. You can learn more about Jamie and how to apply to become the next Poet of the Month by going to WMNF.org. Again, that's WMNF.org. This is WMNF Tampa. You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We do this show live every week, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. We are so happy to have you guys here today. The band uh, is Kind Villain. The music is awesome. The vibe is fresh. And I love the music. I can't wait to hear you guys play a little bit of your music. We're going to have them perform. We're going we're gonna to dig into their history, where they come from, their music, where their inspiration lies, and maybe even find a few secrets about how to do it yourself if you're an aspiring musician out there. That's what I really love to do. That's kind of like the meat and potatoes of my, my personal uh, goals when it comes to this show. I want to I provide a source of you know inspiration and information for the musicians out there because this tampa bay music scene man we got a lot of them we got a lot of musicians and we want to see them all succeed uh you guys seem to have figured out the formula i really can't wait to dig into who you are and where you come from how you guys doing today we're doing awesome thank you for having us on the show man all right so kind villain how would you describe your music real quick what would you th- what would you call it you know what's funny we had a hard time describing it, but we call it next-gen pop rock. Next-gen pop rock yeah, with the, the quotes. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the title we call it. Uh, it's not pop, but it's not full-on rock. It's somewhere in the middle, and that's where influence comes from. So I love that. You can listen to the show live on your radio. If you're listening to it right now on your radio, in your car, wherever you are, thank you so much for listening to us live. You can also listen to it live at WMNF.org. You can watch the show live. We have a live stream right near full production, huge, beautiful production. Very excited about that. And uh, you can watch that on Facebook at WMNF's Live Music Showcase. Go on there, give us a follow, give us a like, and make sure you hit that notifications button to know when we go live and check out every band as they come in every week. I'd love to hear a song from you guys. Let's do it. This one's called Heat of the Moment. I run to you 
Music Showcase here on 88.5. Yeah, a lot of energy right out the gate. Thank you so much. And one thing I will say, that song's called Heat of the Moment. If you're a Kind Villain fan, you just heard the new song before it came out. So. Oh, man. World premiere. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yes, yeah, spoiler mark alert. It in the, mark it on the... Yep, we got to mark that. That's there the world you go. premiere right there. Yeah, it's coming out uh, in February, and the video's coming out in March. See, that's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what I, I want to use this show for. You yeah. Know? Like... All of our listeners, you know, we're really hoping that, you know, obviously we hope that they become fans of you guys. Mm-hmm. And you guys seem to have uh, figured out how to kind of market yourselves pretty effectively. You've done some pretty big shows. You did that uh, Battle of the Bands mm-hmm. at the Hard Rock, for mm-hmm. example. Uh, you were just telling me uh, before you've played uh, Strawberry Fest with your you know, former band. Mm-hmm. And I really want to learn a little bit about <clears throat> how you guys formed this band uh, and, and 
really what it took to bring it from I always find it interesting mm-hmm. to find out what it takes to bring a, a, a band from being just like you know garage band fun with our buddies yeah. to getting signed to an NDA and our label mm-hmm. like you guys have yeah. for example so so let's start there real quick uh, how did you guys come to be a band so what happened was it all started right before the pandemic uh, I was playing the strawberry festival with my old band like you mentioned and uh, we were playing, and I think it was like March 2nd or 3rd. It was like a Monday or Tuesday. It's kind of like a, a weird day. You wouldn't expect it to be this big, grand thing. Uh, but we went and played there, and in the audience, the crowd loved it. We had a really fun show. I went around and did all my craziness, jumped around everywhere and stuff. And in the crowd uh, was Bill Ray, and he's the president of Panacea Records, which is an indie A&R label. Uh, they are most famous for discovering country singer Morgan Wallen. Yeah. And they did Star Set. They also worked with the All-American Rejects. They worked with a bunch of really cool people. He approached me and said, you know what, man? You got that fire. You've got that energy. He goes, I want to bring you in the studio with my producers. Let's see what we can do with this. And the band I had at the time, you know, we were just kind of doing it for fun. They went off. They wanted to go to college and I wanted to pursue it. Sure. And uh, John's from Delaware and him and I had kind of been playing the same circuits and stuff. And when he heard the music, before I even told him the situation, showed him the songs and he goes, I want to do this. It's like I'm sold. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. And then Josh, Josh is from Indiana. And once again, he's sure. kind of play, played the circuit. We've kind of all played you know, like Hooch and Hive, stuff like that all, sure. all around. And uh, he was just, he just loved the music and he dug it. And he says, you know what? I want to come in. I want to push this. And uh, yeah, that's where we are today. That's pretty cool. So you're, so you're saying that basically you got into a label situation mm-hmm. before the band itself was actually formed. Is that what you're saying? So it was kind of weird. Uh, at the same time that I met the label president, I had kind of been jamming with the band just sort of like on the side. It's sort of like a fun thing. It was on the side of the project. And then when my other band members, I love those guys. Those guys are awesome. Uh, they went and decided, you know, they wanted to go to college. They wanted sure. to not pursue it. And I said, hey, guys. You know, I, I knew some. I knew John, for example. You know, I kind of I knew Josh, and you know, I had already been jamming with John a little bit. And I said, you know what, you guys want to do this? And he goes, yeah. And then I brought him in. And then uh, I said, you know what, I think Josh would be a good guy. I brought Josh in. And, yeah. yeah. So essentially, this Here this group uh, has been together since the pand- pandemic started or finished. Like, were you were you guys like, all right, we're a band, and then the pandemic hit, and you were like, oh, we're gonna. Hit the brakes a little bit, a little bit or was it more like okay, the pandemic hit. Now we have time to sit and write. And yeah, that's that's pretty much go into the chrysalis that, of a that's lot of pretty uh, much what creativity. happened because you know we had done cover bands for years. He had done four hour shows. I've done four hours. Sure, you know he's done four hours. And in the pandemic, we were kind of like, you know what? Let's just sit down mm-hmm. and let's just figure out. Let's let's just raise the bar because that that's the way I feel. And you know, I know you were thinking about asking the question: How do you you know go from a garage band to getting signed to an indie label, whatever? Sure, you just got to continue to raise the bar. Just and the going. one thing I will say: Be who you are. Embrace everything, even your weaknesses. Because you know what? When you go out there and you're you, and you just keep raising the bar on what you is capable of or what you're capable of, that's how you get better, and that's how you grow, and that's what we've done. I love that. And I, I want to talk a little bit about like what it what the experience is like on the other side of the fence mm-hmm. as a band who's you're you're signed. You're you've you've the dream has been realized yeah. for you know most crazy. bands they they spend their entire careers mm-hmm. trying to hit that level. So you've hit that level. I want to give a little bit of insight uh, to the to the listeners about like what that's like now that you're like you're part of that club. But before we mm-hmm. do that, I would love to hear another song. Oh yeah, most definitely. Awesome. This That's next cool. song uh, was actually the song that you know put us on the map. It got two hundred thousand views on YouTube. This one's called Eighteen.
Just me and you, Tampa Bay. Just me and you. You're listening to Live Music Showcase, Kind Villain, live in studio today. Man, it's nice to have a band in here with some drums. How are you feeling in there? <laughs> great, thank you. Love it, love it. We have a full band in here today. Planning to have quite a few more of those coming up here in the future. If you're listening to the show right now, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to the show in the future on podcast form or on the archives right now. Thanks so much. If you're not, you can listen to the show anytime, anywhere, however you want to listen to it as far as podcasts go. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Just search Live Music Showcase and you'll find us. So let's dive into a little bit of what it's like being part of the big show. Hmm. That is being a band who worked your asses off Mm -hmm. and now you are signed and now you are doing hopefully doing all of the things that bands hope to do when they're signed is it everything you hoped it would be so far it really has been it's a little different like what what you pictured initially yeah it's it's been it's been pretty similar you know like for example you know studio sessions till two in the morning definitely you know just kind of uh coming up with all these crazy ideas you know just the way the shows are It, it has been very similar and the one thing i will say is that um when you make the jump from a local cover band to you know what we're doing now it's similar but different like it's kind of weird so like how is it different it's different because like for example the reactions are just crazy like you know when you're a cover band your crowd reactions you yeah, yeah yeah like like when you're a cover band you're like oh yeah people like this version of Freebird we're doing or you know <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama sure. or something and then you go and uh, you play you know your songs live and people are going crazy for your songs your songs and you're just like it just hits you hits you different it's we played a show more. Yeah, it's much more rewarding indeed. We played a show at Union Hall in July, and there was, and you know, I didn't know, I'm not from Lakeland. I know a couple people from Lakeland. I was like, yeah, there'll be, you know, a couple people there, whatever. Uh, There ended up being close to 200 people there. Turns out you have a big following in Lakeland. Yes, didn't know that. And uh, there's 200 people there, and we we went out, we played like 18, for example. That was the first song that was out at the time. Sure. And uh, they were just all singing it and jumping around. I'm like, wow, this is pretty, because when you're a cover band, or even when you're in a band before that, you know, you don't usually like you're not used to that you're not yeah. used to like wow these are our songs they're coming to listen to our songs not our versions of covers but yeah no it's it's been uh it's it's similar but different you know it's the skills that you pick up being a local musician it's basically just that on steroids yeah um and then like you know set playing you know like playing the floridian social tomorrow advertisement yeah but um mm-hmm. you know so it's similar to playing like a normal show but at the same time the bar the mindset you have to go in is a little bit more um, not intense, but focused. You know, I mean, you got to be. I was going to yeah. say, there. to go with the the fact that like you guys are playing your own material mm-hmm. and, and you're actually attracting that level of a crowd mm-hmm. at a show. Yeah. Uh, with that, you know, kind of glory, there mm-hmm. must be also a lot of pressure 
definitely. I think yeah. the the thing yeah. for me that's felt the most different about being involved with a label is, you know, the way you kind of described it is is how I felt too. You know, you, you want so badly to get to this point. You say, if I can get signed, if we can do whatever we have to do to get there, that's it. That's it, right? Yeah, and if good. it's the finish line, you get there and you say, all right, cool, I'm done. And for me, at least, when I got there, it, it feels like day one. It literally feels like you are just starting over. You are showing up first day. And so you better be ready to work. You've just unlocked. <laughs> essentially, you're not at the end of the game. You've just unlocked the next level. You, you just beat the tutorial. You, yeah, basically, <laughs> you just, yeah, yeah. The free demo trial is yeah. done. Now you pay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great analogy, actually. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. So when it comes to like the label and everything, do you guys find that you have to compromise your creative integrity? Because that's always a big question from outside looking um, in. You know, the one thing is not really. So no. when it comes to style, you know, you know, when I initially met them, you know, I kind of go, this was the style we were going for. And they've been really cool. Now, I will say this. They do know what they're doing. Sure. There's some areas that nobody knows what they're doing. And you're still figuring stuff out. But most of the areas that know what they're doing. And what's really interesting is that, like, there are some ideas that will come up to you and say, hey, you know what? Let's change this line to this because then we can market this. You, they, they just they have good ideas. But to be honest with you, we've been very lucky so far with this group. We have the same vision in mind. It's not it's not like that for all labels and artists. Sure. But for us, we have very similar vision. And sometimes, you know, we'll have different ideas and we'll disagree. But for the most part, we're pretty much on the same page, which has been a blessing. Speaking of you know disagreeing and and all that stuff, I, I always find it interesting to to hear the band dynamic as far as like because you know there are bands out there that you know in order to settle their differences they'll, they'll just have a fist fight that's a, that's a real thing it really happens uh, a good friend of mine uh, used to tour with a band and that was really their shtick and really? it was real it wasn't uh, like oh we'll just punch each other and that'll sell tickets it was like no we hate each other but this is our I, life so I, we're doing it I, I know people that do that yeah it's a real do, yeah. thing so but I want to dive into yeah. that a little bit but first I want to hear another song cool alright this next one is called Bulletproof. I can't be shot down Dodging like me when you're around Feeling superhuman Saying your ammo is no use I'm bulletproof I'm bulletproof, yeah Thing that you do. Oh, walk up on stage and I'm feeling okay. The crowd's going wild as the demons are fake. All I need and that's it. I wear your love like a jacket. Can't be shot down. Touching like me when you're around. Feeling superhuman. Say your ammo. It's no use. I'm Like a jacket, can't be shot down. Nothing like me when you're around. Feeling superhuman, say your ammo is 
jacket, raise the dust. villain in studio with us today live music showcase i'm your host ken apperson so we're talking today with these guys we're hearing their their awesome music they definitely have their sound figured out i love seeing a band who has their like their technical rig figured out i won't dive into it too much because i know that's not the that's most this guy right here trying. <laughs> i love it i love it yeah you guys are you're running in-ear monitors you're running you know wireless systems you're uh, running a click track like you know what's really funny to me i remember when there was a stigma against running click tracks and frankly now it's different it's the opposite yeah. If you're yeah. you're not super serious, if you're not running click tracks with your with your band with your drummer, I'm sure the drummer loves it. Oh yeah, thanks. He's, <laughs> he's the, yes, finally a band I can play with. Can, yeah. So um, so as far as the band dynamic goes, one who's doing the most when it comes to the writing. Well, hang on one second. Yeah, uh, that is actually. Uh, we have a producer named Paul Trust. Uh, okay. We also have a producer named Serge Sanchez in Nashville. I love Serge. Thank you so much, brother, for helping me out in the beginning. Uh, him and I usually kind of bounce ideas off of each other. And okay. Paul is an absolute genius when it comes to writing ideas sure. and stuff. And I kind of come in with a unique sort of creative energy and approach. And so what happens is I'll bring him an idea or he'll bring me an idea and we'll collaborate and kind of send ideas back and forth. And he knows, because he's a producer, he's worked with Sony, Warner, Universal, all these sure. people. So he, he will take the idea and that creative energy and be like, okay, let's move it in this direction. And you sure. can kind of follow him. So usually what happens is him and I spark the ideas and then I bring it to John and I bring it to Josh because these guys are great artists as well. And uh, we just kind of take it from there. I love that. Okay, so you're you're basically telling me that you're in a situation where like the the core of the writing happens between you and and maybe a producer to to kind of write this material. Um, that is one of the things that I I think needs a little bit more attention in in a, in a positive way because uh, for for decades you know this is nothing new uh, and, and even more so like for example the hives right we all we know the hives the band the hives you know click click boom and a uh, tick tick boom and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know et cetera et cetera. They didn't write a single one of their songs. Mm. All of their music was written by their manager. Mm -hmm. Now, does that make them less than? No, absolutely not. No. A band that is willing to collaborate. Yeah, that's the way we do it. And the goal, if the goal is to write good music, then you want to achieve that goal however you can. Yeah, exactly. If the goal is to write music that's not only going to be compelling, but is going to be deeply meaningful for mm -hmm. the people that you want to reach, yeah. then you reach that goal however you can. Yeah. That's it. That's all there is to it. So good on you guys for doing that. Yeah, I think it Thank takes you. a certain sense of, of self-awareness. To be yeah. successful, you have to kind of know what your strengths are. You have to know what you bring to the table. And, totally. And so that level of self-awareness goes to the song as well. We say, who is who has the best idea? What is what is going to make this best product? Yeah, See, that, so, yeah go ahead. If that fit, feeds into the dynamic of the band, making it easier for us to collaborate and communicate because we do know our place. And, you know, leaving ego at the door and everything, but that on top of it makes things really smooth. We can come into a radio show, boom, crush it. Yeah, right, so leaving your ego at the door. Mm -hmm. So do you, are you guys successful at that all the time? 
Sudden hesitation. No, I think so. You know, all of us have kind of, um, I've been doing this since I was 13. You know, John's been doing this for seven, eight years. Same with Josh. We're just, you know, we're all about making the great music. And I know for me, like, when I come up with an idea, if I bring it to the producer or bring it to these guys and they go, you know, they come up with something better, then you definitely use that. We're kind of the point where we're actually naturally live performers. That's the thing we like to do. Sure. So we naturally like to write high energy music. Sure. So as long as the idea and song is high energy. Now, high energy doesn't have to mean jumping around. Like it can be a soulful song, but it has some sort of energy to it. Sure. Um, but we're, we're able to kind of just collaborate yeah. very well. And, you know, there are some times when, you know, you might say, okay, is this idea better or is this one? But usually we'll, we'll you know, ask like, Bill, our label boss, or something, kind of will bounce ideas, but we're we're pretty good with egos. We haven't had any issues yeah, yet. Knock on wood. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, knock on those guitars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah as the band gets bigger and more successful, one of you guys will be like, "I'm going solo." <laughs> <laughs> it's always the drummer. No, I'm just kidding. It's never, literally, never. It the is drummer. always the drummer. Is it always the drummer? <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe it's, maybe it's the. Actually, I have no idea. Maybe it's the guitar. I think player. it might be you, man. I don't no, know. dude, I'm not. I think, I'm not. The, I think it's the lead singer. No, dude, get scooped up. Not right now. That's the key. Yeah, you know, bands are really just an Instagram account, and then the solo guy is just forming another Instagram account Jeez. and then the idea is that account now, yeah it's a TikTok yeah. account exactly <laughs> yeah, and exactly. then you use one to promote the other and that's yeah. it's synergy that's really what it is it's synergy the uh, the evil word in the uh, in the creative world and the happy word in the mm -hmm. business world yeah. so so last question and then I do want to hear another song but but how do you decide what's good how did you like sit down and we're like yeah this song or yeah this melody or you know, yeah, this these lyrics over these other lyrics. Like, how do you decide? What's your metric? What's your what gives you your bearings? So as writers? It's, it's kind of, um, you know, I remember a couple of years ago I watched an interview with Billy Joe from Green Day when they sure. were recording Dookie, and he was saying, and this is kind of the way we think when they recorded Dookie, they just went and you listen to it once. If you know what that sounds good, it's good. Don't 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 mess with don't it. mess with if it. You, if you listen to it, if if you don't listen to it for th two or three days and you walk in and you go dang, that's pretty good. And then you go, oh, maybe I need to fix some stuff. No, you don't. If you go in there, now our producer, Paul, he's a lot different. He's getting the little things perfect. Sure. And we love him for that. We do. That's um, as a good producer. Exactly. Should. Yeah. But when it comes to like lyrics, when it comes to ideas, another thing is if you have an idea and you show it to multiple people, people, not people that are going to say yes to everything, but people that are going to tell you candidly. Like, you know, when I show it, an idea that Paul and I came up with to these guys and, you know, you show it to family or show it to people that you, not people that are going to say yes, people that are going to be honest with you. And a bunch of people like it for different reasons. They all like different types of music. You got a good idea. Like, for example, You're the Reason, which we're going to play in a little bit and that was our latest video we put out. Um, that song, when we wrote it, you know, I have someone who listens to pop music. They loved it. Someone who listens to hip hop. They liked it. And then when everybody, when the general thing is positive, and you're always going to get one person that doesn't like something, but when the general consensus is, okay, people like this and they like a bunch of different stuff and we like it because that's the most important thing, then you know, okay, let's move forward with this. Yeah, you have to like it yourselves before mm -hmm. anybody else does. Because exactly. otherwise, how do, you, how do you convey that on stage mm -hmm. without being an excellent actor, which apparently you have a little <laughs> bit of background in. So that, I love that. Um, I want to hear a little bit more music from you guys. Uh, coming up after this next song, uh, I really want to hear about the show that you guys have going on tomorrow night mm -hmm. at the Floridian yeah. and what you guys kind of have planned. We won't, we won't give the whole thing away, obviously, but we'll talk a little bit about that. But let's hear another song. All right, when you're ready, Josh.
souls lost into the night I need to know this moment isn't your goodbye I see it burning in your eyes You think that you're a freak and a sideshow Feel a little psycho Don't want anyone to know studio live here on live music showcase that's a cool song thank you man hey cool mark i'm gonna swap out real quick cool. yeah so it's kind villain you guys have a show coming up tomorrow night at the floridian uh you guys have 
I would imagine a, a nice little roster of shows coming up. You've got a new song coming out that we just heard at the top of the show. If you didn't get to hear that, if you're listening right now live and you didn't get to uh, check it out, check it out at the archive, WMNF.org. You can listen to our show and every other show on this radio station in the archive anytime, anywhere that you want to. You can download the WMNF app. That's one of the easiest ways to listen to any show anywhere, anytime that you want to. Or you can listen to this show, Live Music Showcase, on any of the places where you normally find your podcasts. So Spotify, yeah, all those yeah. other ones. I uh, like to leave my notifications on on there so I know when I can listen to myself in podcast form. As I, That's my favorite podcast, personally. It's just, uh, just listening. the sound of your own voice, man. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I love to hear, right? Uh, who, who wouldn't, exactly? No. Um, yeah. So the show at the, at the Floridian tomorrow night, what do you have in store for uh, the people that are going to be coming out to see you? Well, to describe a kind villain show. <laughs> un- un- it's yeah. unpredictable. Okay. It's dynamic. interactive, dynamic. And uh, we've got a, we've got a couple surprises. If you've seen a kind villain show before, then you sort of know some of them. But some of them you're not prepared for. So we do. Um, one of the things about our shows is obviously we rehearse. We kind of know what to sure. what to do, but we improvise a lot live. So okay. I, sometimes I'll bring people up on stage. Not not lately because of COVID and stuff, but sometimes right. I do, depending on the situation. Yeah. No, um, in other ways. Yeah. You yeah. have other ways. We interact with people. We get them chanting. You know, we kind of yeah. do. Uh, we do a lot of different things. Um, our shows, one of the things we love about them, and we mean this to ourselves too, they're sort of unpredictable. Yeah. You know, we have a set list. We have it practiced. But when it comes to interaction, we always improvise and we have some surprises, some costume changes and some unique things for Flirty. And let me tell you, if you like high energy, dynamic, good shows... You're going to love it. It's going to be fun tomorrow. See, sometimes he won't even tell us what he has planned. It's a surprise for us, too, on stage. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We have no idea. I, what I do is I, I tell him, like, okay, during this song right here, I'm going to improvise. So I'll take off my bass. Um, I don't have it here, but I have a megaphone that I use on yeah. stage sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of do all these different things. Sometimes I've done this thing before where I go on stage and I, like, go in the crowd and I sit crisscross applesauce and kind of sing with <laughs> them and stuff. I do, a, I do a lot of different stuff. And I, I like to surprise them, too. We always kind of yeah. mess with each other a little bit live. Keep so. you guys on your toes. Yeah. Keeps yes, it fresh, too. Exactly, yep. So when it comes to, like, sitting down and planning out a live show... You know, there's plenty of bands out there that they really don't do a lot of planning, mm-hmm. and that works fine for them. Yeah, not knocking that at all. Yeah, it sounds like there's a fair amount of planning that goes into your shows. Improvising, improvisions, improvi- improvisation. Yeah, That's yeah, the word. yeah, there you there go. It is. I yeah, got it. I found it. <laughs> uh, that goes into your show. A lot of uh, pre-planning and, and pre-production, maybe that goes into your show. And and honestly, I'm kind of at a point where. As far as like my taste in live music, mm-hmm. uh, and granted, my standards are kind of high these days, uh, maybe unfairly to <laughs> some of the bands out there. But That's um, the way it should be. I really love to see a band that takes the time to cultivate the experience that they're going to create mm-hmm. for their audience there. Mm-hmm. Beyond just, well, we wrote the songs, let's get up and throw on a t-shirt and play them. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, that works fine mm-hmm. for plenty of bands out there. That yeah. you know, that there's that raw talent that they can just. Turn on, drop of a hat. Uh, obviously, you guys have plenty of talent in that regard, and you'd probably be fine doing that. But why do you guys make the choice to do that? To take the time to curate your show? Well, uh, speaking of you know improvising, kind of just going with the flow. Yeah. Uh, I actually used to do that in my old band. I yeah. used to be notorious of like, okay, we have a list of songs, but you just pick them as we go. Yeah. But with this band, especially just, just like, plug and play. Basically. Exactly. You yeah. look at the crowd and go, you know what? We're going to play this song right now. But with mm-hmm. this band. We have a unique show and story and songs that we want to tell. And 
you know, there's certain songs of ours that, you know, like in the beginning, we like to come out punching. So we like to open with stuff that, you know, pe- is going to catch people's attention because it's original songs. And some of them they know. So like, for example, you know, and uh, sorry if you're only here for the first 15 minutes of our show, but we usually put like our big songs near the end of the middle because then you got the build up for that. Sure. And you kind of do... Um, that way you can kind of plan out because you know the reaction. You kind of, you play shows, you go, okay, these people like this, so we're going to space it out and you got the good length and good. Because when you improvise stuff, it can be good, but it also can be disorganized, understandably. So so what I'm hearing really is that you guys are, are I think the name, the mantra really, maybe, mm-hmm. of this band is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Being aware of how you're writing and, and how you're... Mm-hmm your writing's going to be received by a live audience. Being aware of how you're going to respond and how you're going to express that music mm-hmm. in terms of like higher energy, having fun with it, mm-hmm. genuinely enjoying the music, enjoying yourselves, and then having awareness of each song and how it's being respo- how mm-hmm. it's being received by your audience and yeah. how you can tweak things to improve that yeah. and how it's being received. Uh, if, if, it's, if it were up to me to define like artistry, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. Uh, I think there's two criteria. One, you say something honest mm-hmm. and real yeah. and maybe a little vulnerable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And two, you figure out how to say that to as many people as need to hear it yeah. as possible. Mm-hmm. And it Definitely. sounds like you guys are trying to do that, trying to do both of those things. Yeah. yeah. Correct. It, it's a level of, of self-respect, I think, honestly. You know, we, we believe that what we have here is important and it deserves, you know, that planning. It deserves that level of, sure. of planning between, you know, what song are we going into after this one? Are these a good fit? Is there going to be a, a clash there? Are we creating a good experience for the audience? The audience deserves that respect as well. You know, even if we are playing shows on a on a bit of a local level, you know, that audience deserves A plus showmanship every single time. So whenever we come to these crossroads, we're like, you know, should we dive into this? Should we think about this? You know, should we figure out this dance move? You know, should we tighten up on this hit a little bit more? The answer is always yes and with this group. And love that's that. one of the reasons that I love Josh. Or John, you're John. Don't and even Josh. know my name. You don't love me. <laughs> Two J's, I messed it up. Anyway, so that, that's why I like John and Josh is because you know, and I'm like this too. I, I've been like this ever since you know I started performing. Give it 150 percent. Give it everything you have every single night. Every so show. The audience deserves your planning. The audience deserves your effort. You know, whatever that is. You know. Yeah. So, like for example, you know, even when you know when you're when you're not feeling well and you don't, you're going to give everything you can every single time because audience deserves it. You deserve to you know give the best show and you know have people see you in a positive light and the way that you know it, it, it it's it's a lot of confidence you have to walk in with you know what i know i can do this i know i can do a good job at this and then you know you have to make sure okay i'm going to give this audience the best show i possibly can every single time and that involves planning that involves effort that involves everything so. see i'm glad you mentioned confidence because i, I want to talk a little bit about that kind of confidence mm-hmm. um in, in maybe in a few minutes, but um, I'd love to hear another song. Yeah, uh, this one was actually the song we just put out the music video for. It got two hundred thousand in a little over a month. Thank you guys so much. Very impressive. This one's called "You're the Reason I Need Pills to Sleep." And now it comes as no surprise. You're really good at those goodbyes I didn't see the one inside From the start Disposable A plastic heart Sweating under the sheets I hope you don't forget it 
90 pills to sleep Live music showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio with Kind Villain. They have a show tomorrow night at the Floridian Social Club. Feel free to check it out. Uh, that venue is is starting to become a bit of a mainstay over there in St. Petersburg. Yeah. Formerly the State Theater. And when they when whoever bought it bought it, uh, they they changed the name, mm-hmm. and everybody was very unhappy about that. Mm. Uh-huh. They were very unhappy about the name getting changed, yeah. about its legacy, you know, supposedly getting you know washed away, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all of that said, that room, from what I understand from the former state theater, really hasn't changed a lot. There's still five. Oh, hey, Mark, I'm going to switch out real quick. They've you know. they've updated a lot of the things that needed to be updated. They got a new sound system, all of that stuff. Uh, so. <laughs> Before I dive into actually what I what I kind of had planned, um, do you need pills to sleep? Do you guys need pills to sleep? I don't. No. No. It's, it's honestly it's a story about somebody I know, and yeah. it's kind of like you know what you're going through. Uh, I recently went through a breakup, and uh, you did. Yeah, I did. You're a musician, you went through a breakup. Yeah, that never <laughs> happens. 
We're so emotionally mature and and well adjusted. We're usually great at relationships. Really easy to be in relationships with. The schedules <laughs> yes. work out. Great. Our schedules yeah. are great. No, we're, no, we're it never in situations. No, it was it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't even that. You know, we have a we have a lot of mutual respect for sure, each other. Of course, we've been together for six years. And uh, oh wow, you know, we just uh, we, we just became different people. It's all it's all good. I still I'm still friends with her. She's still friends with me. And uh, so you know, when it comes to writing songs, you know in the back of your head obviously you're really stressed out about a lot of this stuff and uh, for um, you know for, for You're the Reason actually uh, another song called One More Night it's kind of the same thing you know you just sort of there's people you know that have been through that situation you kind of sure. combined stories that you've seen and stories that you know we've had it's like a you know it's like you're writing a, it's like you're writing a novel or a story sure so let me play devil's advocate a little bit here maybe this is a hot take I don't know the style of music you guys are playing mm -hmm. uh, whatever you call it it's essentially like pop punk, right? Hi. We'd like to think about it similar, but you know, it has its own its own sort of flavor. It's a little newer. Yeah, it's got a little bit newer sound to it. Yeah, yeah. So, Devil's Advocate. Would you say that that genre is up and coming right now? Pop punk. Yeah. Dinner? If we make it. <coughs> ah, I like that. Yeah, definitely There's the confidence. I uh, like actually, that. no, I, I do believe it because uh, what's really interesting is the fact that I actually think, unpopular opinion. I actually think punk rock has always been around. You know, True. it's always, you know, have different new things coming out, things change. But, I mean, have you guys listened to Machine Gun Kelly lately? I mean, he's doing he's doing this punk stuff. Yeah, Avril Lavigne's making a comeback now. And, you know, I, I've gone to some of these shows, you know, and it, I, I honestly don't think it ever left. I think no. you, you had people, you know, doing different things because, be honest with you, music changes. You know, every once in a while, you make a type of music, you know, you go away from it because you got to hear something a little different. And then, if, you know what? I remember this. Let's let's come back to it. And yeah, it's interesting because we grew up on Green Day, Blink. You know, oh, yeah. I, I grew up on like even alternative bands like Lincoln Park. Sure. So as you get older, your natural instinct is like, well, wanna, you know, channel a little bit of that. And yeah. uh, and that's what I think is happening to you know newer artists is that they grew up with it and they're like, yeah, you know, I want to rechannel it. And then the cycle is just going to keep continuing over and over again. That music, it, it kind of stood the test of time amazingly, you know. Uh, yeah. And when I say amazingly, I grew up on that stuff too. Those were mm -hmm. the concerts I was going to. Those were the bands that I was, you know, joining. Those were the songs that I was ripping my vocal cords to shreds over because mm -hmm. I couldn't hold yeah. that vocal fry like you can oh, in your top you. notes. So that's very impressive as a, as a singer myself. So um, when it comes to the like the decision making points when it comes to writing was it ever a choice for you or you, did you ever sit down and you were like as the kind of like principal songwriter of the band did you ever sit down and go man do I do I want to write this music or do I want to write something else you know what's interesting is I never really had that decision it was never really a, it was just kind of a natural thing for me you know I'm just doing I, this I love I love performing uh, another band that I'm sure people that listen to our music probably hear the influence is uh, Queen yeah and uh, one of the things I love about you know Queen and let's say Green Day for example or Paramore you know they're obviously different types of music but they've got that live energy and I love that I feed off the energy Truly. so yeah. it's something you know that uh, it's just kind of a natural thing it wasn't really something to think about we're just making music and it's heading in that direction naturally I love that so that's a, yeah the moral of the story here is it doesn't matter what the world thinks of what mm -hmm. you're doing as long as what you're doing matters to you mm-hmm because that's true artistic expression in whatever form it comes out. Absolutely. And if you are true to yourself and you have that real kind of confidence that we were talking about, then that is really what's going to connect with an audience. 
So with that in mind, we, we're coming up to the end of the show here. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, this is Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. Uh, we have a whole crew of people that work on this show. We have a whole team of people that work on this show. We have the biggest team, I think, of any show on this radio station. Uh, our video director is Bob Hoke. Uh, our camera person today is Marcy Connors. Marcy also helps out with makeup, set design, and set up. Uh, she's a a joy to work with and a pleasure. I really appreciate you, Marcy. Thank you. Uh, our sound mixer, the man, the wizard behind the faders, Mr. Mark Perfetti. Thank you, Mark, for doing what you do. Yeah. Richard Stone is on video production. Our audio s- assistants today are Pamela Robinson and Brian Van Fleet is over there on the board op. Thank you so much, Brian, for getting us out there on the airwaves. So if you guys would... Oh, and of course, Chandler, uh, making sure that the photos that you find Heck on our yeah. social media are uh, up to snuff. Speaking of which, you can go follow us on Instagram at LMS underscore 88.5 FM. So with that in mind, please, I would yeah. love it to uh, yeah. take two. I'd yeah. love to hear you guys play us out with a song. If you hey, don't Josh, mind. let's do one more night. So speaking of vocal fry, we're going to play this song for you. Love it. WMNF Tampa. This is a brand new one. <laughs> 